0: from Arsenal Audible, my name is Nathan Phillips, and this is your weekly women's roundup. First, we're gonna look at the match report from Sunday's match against Liverpool, who came to the Emirates on the first WSL match day of the season. And then we'll take a look at some new signings, as well as an upcoming schedule updates for the Conti Cup. Finally, we'll finish up with some Beth Mead providing updates on her recovery and mentality. Information today will be provided from arsenal.com as well as Tim Stillman at Arsblog. Please check the show notes for information on the original sources of this content, as well as ways to support Arsblog and their excellent reporting on Arsenal women. It's Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Report, Arsenal Women 0, Liverpool 1, by Emma Holbrook for Arsenal.com. A record-breaking women's Super League crowd of 54,115 were in attendance at Emirates Stadium on Sunday afternoon, yet we were unable to kickstart our season with a win. A second-half goal from Liverpool's Miri Taylor was the only difference between the two sides as we fell to only our second opening day defeat in WSL history. There was early dominance from our Gunners, winning four corners in the opening ten minutes and refusing to allow the visitors outside their own half. In one of our closest chances of the half, Lotto Wobben-Moy rose well for header, but saw her effort denied by Rachel Laws in the Liverpool goal. Shortly after, Katie McKay let fly from range, and just as her shot began dipping under the crossbar, the outstretched hand of Laws pushed it over. And yet, another corner kick. Steph Catley whipped it across that was collected by Freedom Monum in the area. The Norwegian's powerful volley was on target, but Laws once again denied a chance to break the deadlock. Caitlin Ford and WSL debutante Chloe Lacoste, threatened from their respective wings, but the Reds continued to frustrate us with bodies in the box and a low block. A moment of magic from Kim Little saw our skipper shrug off her defender and strike the ball cleanly, yet Liverpool's keeper was equal to the shot and we headed down the tunnel on level terms. The Reds came out flying after the restart and they were rewarded for it, an unmarked Mary Taylor in the box giving the visitors the lead in the 48th minute. A triple substitution from Idaval at the sixty-minute mark saw Frieda Monham, Lata Wobben Moy, and Chloe Lacoste make way for Victoria Polova, Amanda Illustet, and Lena Hertig as we tried to force a breakthrough. Several goal-line clearances from Liverpool kept the visitors narrowly in front, with substitute Stina Blackstenes coming close to getting on the end of a Leo Walters perfectly threaded pass. However, in the end, our gunners were unable to find the much-needed breakthrough. And we fell to only our second opening day defeat in WSL history. We'll be back again in action again this weekend with an away trip to Manchester United on October 6th, with kickoff at 7.30 p.m. UK time. Katie McCabe signs new Arsenal contract by Tim Stillman for ArsBlog News. Arsenal have confirmed that their Irish International Katie McCabe has signed a new contract with the club. McCabe had joined the club in 2015, and her previous deal was due to expire at the end of this season. McCabe was also subject to a bid from Chelsea in January, which Arsenal dismissed out of hand. The player has become arguably the Gunners' most consistent performer over a number of years now. She won the official website's Player of the Season last year, and she also won WSL Goal of the Season for her winning goal against Manchester City in April. Quote, Arsenal is home for me and I'm excited to have committed my future to this football club, said Katie. I've grown up here as a player, and a person, and developed a really special bond with our supporters, which means a lot to me. Over the years, I've experienced some amazing moments here, but I believe that the best is yet to come. I know the aim here at Arsenal is to compete for the highest honors. Hedge coach Jonas Eideval said, Katie McCabe brings us so much on and off the pitch, so we are delighted to say she has signed a new contract here with us. She has been one of the top performers in world football, and over the past few years, and her quality and character are integral to what we do here. We are very proud to see how she stepped up as captain when called upon last season, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we can achieve together moving forward. Head of Women's Football Claire Wheatley said, We're delighted that Katie has signed a new deal here at Arsenal. Katie is in her prime of her career and is such a big part of what we're building at the club, so it is great news that she will remain an Arsenal player for years to come. I'm sure our supporters will join me in congratulating Katie, and are looking forward to seeing her and her teammates in action soon. Arsenal Women's Conti Cup schedule confirmed by Tim Stillman for ArsBlog News. Arsenal's schedule for the Conti Cup group stages has now been confirmed. We already knew they had been drawn in a group with Tottenham, Bristol City, Southampton, and Reading. We now know they will play Spurs and Bristol at home, and Southampton and Reading away. With the group concluding in late January 2024. The Gunners would have enjoyed a bye to the corner finals had they qualified for the Champions League group stage, but their elimination of the qualifying rounds in Sweden earlier this month means they are left to contest the group stage. The schedule is as follows. They'll play Bristol City at home on Thursday, the 9th of November, Southampton away on the 23rd of November, Tottenham Hotspur at home on the 13th of December, and then Reading away on the 24th of January. It also means that their final week before the Christmas break The Gunners will face Chelsea at the Emirates, Spurs at Meadow Park, and then Spurs again at Brisbane Road in the space of a week. Arsenal are the holders of the trophy, having beaten Chelsea in the final last year. Beth Mead provides update on her recovery and mentality by Arsenal Media for Arsenal.com. Having been out of action since November with a knee injury, Beth Mead admits that being back around the squad had made her incredibly hungry to complete her rehab by returning to action. A striker has been in and around her teammates all summer, building up strength and fitness ready for her comeback, and writing the official matchday program before the season opener against Liverpool, she gave an insight into her progress, as well as her mentality and motivations during nearly a year on the sidelines. Here is what she had to say. I'm literally like a kid at Christmas right now. It's been a long time coming for me to get back into the pitch, and hopefully, that day isn't too far away now. It has been amazing just being back in the matchday squad. It finally feels like a bit of normality for me, warming up, being around the team, being in the changing room, putting the kit on, and just being close to everyone again. It has been a big motivation for me on the mental side. Coming back from a long-term injury is obviously a really difficult process. When you've had an injury like mine and been out for so long, you've got to hit certain markers for the sports scientist and the physios to take off certain boxes that allow you to do certain things, so they know you're strong enough to move forward. Your leg strength has to be very similar on both sides for them to give you the green light, so there's a lot of barriers you've got to overcome that a lot of people maybe don't know about or wouldn't expect. I've done two weeks of solid contact training now, so I'm hopefully going to get more minutes on the training ground, and fingers crossed, my body reacts well and I'm feeling okay. When that happens, I'll be given the all clear to play. It has been a tough process, and it's not as simple as just saying, oh, Beth's back in training and in the match day squad, so she must be ready to play 90 minutes at her best. It's never as straightforward as that. And there's still lots of work to be done, but getting to that point is the hardest part, I guess. I just need to keep focused and make sure I'm smart in the way I push my body in the coming weeks. I'm starting to be able to really take the reins off a bit more now, which is really nice. I just wanna get going. I'm starting to feel good now. I'm starting to feel sharper, and ultimately, I just need match minutes. But, so far, so good. I'm feeling great right now, but I'll have to let you know how I'm feeling after my first game back. I've loved every minute of being around the squad, but if I'm being completely honest, there's this little voice inside my head that's screaming for me to get back on the pitch. I think it's normal, as a player, to want to get back out there and fight for my position again as soon as possible. Hopefully, I can soon take that first step towards getting back to match fitness and match sharpness. I'm excited to start challenging and competing in the team again, but I know I just need to remain patient because my time will come. I've got good people around me who are looking out for my health, both physically and mentally. There's no better occasion than Emirates Stadium when we've sold so many tickets. As players, we want to be playing in big stadiums regularly, so we need to get people in through the door and on the seats. To already be hitting numbers like this again after getting our first sell last season and setting a WSL record, it's outstanding. We want to play for the fans, And we want to play an exciting atmosphere and you're making sure that happens more and more every season. I think it can become a real superpower for us as a club, both on and off the pitch. The energy it gives us in games, the fear that it puts in our opponents and the financial benefits for the club too. I genuinely think players want to come here because it's such an exciting prospect to regularly play in front of big crowds like this. We've added five players to our squad over the summer and I think everyone has integrated amazingly well so far. That's the thing about this squad. We welcome people with open arms and people very quickly feel like they've been here for years. Girls have already fed back that they're very comfortable in this environment and that's something we're really good at as a team. Making a really positive but competitive environment where we're all pushing each other on and fighting for every position. We've got world-class players in every position now, so it's only making us better as people and footballers. One thing we really pride ourselves on is making people feel like it's a home away from home here. And just finally, I'd like to say a few words in memory of Maddie Cusack. I had the pleasure of playing with Maddie at youth level. She was actually my roommate once or twice, and she was just an amazing girl. She was one of the very first people who reached out to me after the years when I'd done well, and since then, we'd kept in touch again. Maddie just always had this amazing energy and wanted everyone to do well. She was an incredible team player and teammate. I know when I was younger, I wasn't comfortable being away from home, and she's always great with making me feel at home and was always really kind to me. I was devastated to hear the news about her passing. Knowing her personally, and knowing how much she loves football, how much more she had to give, life can be very unfair sometimes. And I just wanted to send out big love to her teammates, family, friends, and everyone at Sheffield United at this really difficult time. The world has lost a truly amazing person. Rest in peace, Maddie. This has been a recording by Arsenal Audible. Thank you for listening along.